Welcome to the Give Yourself Permission podcast. I am so excited to take this journey with you. In this show, we'll share how to evolve as a spiritual being while remaining human. We'll learn powerful tools and methods to rewire the brain, heal energy blocks, tap into our intuition, and be our own healers. We'll bring on experts in the field to answer the questions that keep us up at night. And I'll be adding plenty of solo casts so I can share what's worked based on personal experience. All while learning how to write our own permission slip to find our innate wholeness and create a life that's in alignment with our soul's expression. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. I'm really excited to tell the story. If you know already, maybe some of you do, maybe some of you don't, if you don't follow me on social media, you don't know, but I had COVID not too long ago. I got the COVID. Yes, it was not a very joyous time. And I want to tell that story because it turned around really beautifully and I actually ended up going to a healer that I also want to talk about today and just give you some key insights and some wisdom that I learned along the way. So it started a couple weeks ago, and if you, you might know already, but I live, I'm staying here in Bali, and I've been here since right before COVID broke out. I've been here ever since, and I was with a partner for the whole experience so far, and we had been staying here together. So he returned home, and we ended up separating, and although it had been something that was planned, it still impacts you. Anytime you go through a separation, whether it's a friendship or a love relationship, it's not typically very easy, I'm sure you know. So I was reintegrating to the single life, and I I moved somewhere in Bali to the beach, and I met a couple of friends, and I started becoming part of the community, and that's when I just got smacked with sickness one day and I ended up having to be on my own again for the next about a week. I felt pretty sick and then I started to go out again having more energy to go on daily walks on the beach and stuff but I still really kept a lot of distance from people. I had a few days of fever and then I had all of the other symptoms that you would typically expect with the scratchy throat, the migraines, and the loss of taste. But the biggest symptom, and this is one that they don't necessarily tell you about, is the mental tribulation and trials that you go through. When you are sick, you're depleted, you're completely isolated because you don't want to spread this. And not to mention, I was alone in a foreign country having just separated from my partner. So there was a lot of stuff that was happening. I was forced to surrender. Just laying in bed, just Every day, every moment, I couldn't even really numb out as much as I wanted to make time pass faster. It was too hard for me to watch YouTube or to go on the internet or anything like that because my eyes just burned. I tried listening to things that was a little bit better, but again, for the most part, I just didn't have the energy to do anything external. I sat alone a lot and I tried to sleep, but I couldn't sleep, so I was just kind of in this like weird in-between stage. Maybe some of you are thinking like, oh, what an ideal time to meditate because your brain waves are slower anyways. I wish I could be that level of enlightened where I'm like, okay, I have no more energy and I will just turn into that, but I'm just not there yet. And that was also humbling because I did have that idea, like, oh, I'll just do a really long meditation. 
but I did what I could. We always are doing the best that we can, right? So what that looked like was I talked a lot to source and tapped in and reconnected, said a lot of prayers, said a lot of thank yous, sent gratitude, pride. Somehow I ended up going through a lot of my story. You know, it's kind of ceremonial when you get sick in a way because you are just so with your thoughts in those moments. You know, you have a lot of energy typically running through the head, but not through the physical body. I found myself going through a lot of old experiences that I've had, healing some stuff, moving through some old energy, some patterns, some past relationship, fears, dramas, traumas, coming full circle, letting people go. There was a lot that ran through me, truly. It was like my body was an energy vessel that was just circulating old stories through. And along with all of that, you know, not having anywhere to really escape to, not having the people around me or surrounding me where I could feel like I was supported or with community. Despite having the people here at my villa check in on me day to day, every day, you know, that was great. But not having a conversation or just seeing people and having to stay here in my room was was very hard and very isolating and I'm sure that most of us can relate because of this year being so isolating as a whole especially if you live alone or if you live with roommates that you're not super close with and I just want to extend my heart to yours right now because it is not easy and although we are alone we are we are going through it together so I think there's a collective isolation right now happening I'm also going to tell you how I reopened or am in the process of reopening my heart and I feel a lot more one with love and I feel a lot less isolated now. So that's why I wanted to open up and tell you this story because again, I think it could really help in this time that we're going through right now as a collective. So once I started to feel better, I decided that I really needed a pick-me-up. I was kind of attached to how can I reopen my heart? How can I make it feel close to people again and, and not feel isolated or have my victim story that I'm slipping into? How can I reconnect to myself, reconnect to my heart? And you know, the funny thing is I've been in Bali seven months now and I lived here last year also for five months. So collectively, I've been here a whole year. And I've actually never been to an energy healer. You know, a lot of people have read or watched the movie Eat, Pray, Love, and everybody knows what Bali is good for. It's good for the traditional energetic medicine um, and the healers here. But there's also a lot of a lot of healers that you just don't know about, right? Like, I don't know what's what's truth and what's exploitation from the movie, and I. I do like to question everything and I don't want to waste my time and I don't want to go into a situation that might steer me in the wrong direction or somehow make me mistrust potency of the magic of Bali by getting taken advantage of. So I've never found a healer, I never really looked into one, though I've heard good stories. I've actually never heard really a lot of explo exploitative stories here because the people of Bali, the locals are wonderful and they do believe in the cycle of karma that holds a lot of people in in a high high standard of integrity so i decided i'm desperate <laughs> let me find a healer before i go back to the u.s because i do plan on coming coming back to the u.s in some time soonish to reconnect with my family and my friends again i started my google search and i backed into this site and i emailed them and this is from like 
seven or 10 years ago. Like it was an old article. They replied right away. They're so quick. And they were like, yeah, we have this healer, but you know, it's part of our, it's part of our package for our retreat. You'd have to stay a night, you'd get a breakfast, and then we'd take you to the energy healer the next day. I kind of rolled my eyes. I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about all that. I just want to find the healer. But I was like, okay, just entertain me with how much all of this would cost for just one night. They came back to me and it was honestly such a reasonable cost. It was way less than you would even pay for a session with a healer in the USA. So I was like, I'm going to jump on this idea. I'm going to jump on this opportunity. I'm doing this. I'm in. So I said yes. And it turns out that the owner of the resort is actually also from Cleveland, Ohio, where I come from. That's a beautiful synchronicity. And it just made me feel even better. 100% yes, let's do this. When I said yes, I was actually sitting at a coffee shop here near the beach. There's not a lot of people here in Bali, not a lot of expats at the moment because people can leave, but they can't come back. So there was one other person who was sitting beside me and I had sent that email and I felt the energy in the air and I was just so happy. I started singing or mouthing along to the lyrics of the soundtrack. Funny enough, they had John Mellencamp playing. So I started kind of singing to it and the guy next to me goes, Oh, you must be American. So we start chatting a little bit. It turns out he is an energy healer as well. And he works with Chi and he has been practicing and working with this master in California for the last 15 years. This work is called wing work and it is intense. If you've ever done rolfing, it's probably a little bit like that. You can compare it to that because it's just really intense, deep tissue work. It's all about restoring the chi and releasing emotional and energetic blockages within the abdomen, within the arms, within the limbs. And you know what? I'm probably going to botch this understanding of it a little bit. So I'm going to bring on Justin, who I worked with in a later episode. So I'm really looking forward to that. Anyways, so I had this amazing synchronicity where I ended up speaking to this energy healer who was sitting next to me. And I, I said, yes. I was like, okay, you know what? The universe has given me all these opportunities. I'm going to say yes. This is what I've been seeking. So I worked with him, had a session with him, and I released so many emotions, cried the whole time pretty much, processed a lot. Afterwards, I felt like I had lost 10 pounds of energetic weight and felt the lightest I had felt in a long time. The next day was the day I went to the retreat center. So I drove to the retreat center the next day. I just relaxed. And then the morning after, I saw the energy healer. The first thing I want to say, and I want to stay in complete integrity, I do feel it's deeply personal. And the Balinese, the locals here, they do work with karma. So he said that a few times. Like, I'm not going to tell you anything that you want to hear. I'm not going to tell you anything that the spirits tell me not to say because I'm not going to create worse karma or bad karma for myself or for you. So I really did feel like it was in alignment. And he gave me so much of his time. He gave me like at least two hours, I think I was there. He was really spot on about some specific things that I did not, you know, mention at all. But he could sense and feel in the air. And he gave me some really beautiful takeaways. And that's what I will share. So... Big, big, big takeaway. And I think I told you guys in the beginning kind of where I was coming from. I was coming from 
being energetically closed. I was just getting finished from being sick, but really more mentally sick, spiritually sick, if you want to call it that, feeling very isolated, feeling kind of in my victim self. And again, I think I speak for the collective when I say this. I don't think that this is uncommon or an uncommon emotion to be, be working through at this point in this year, this chaotic year. Some of the lessons I do want to share with you, I think they'll, they'll apply to all of us here. The biggest lesson was to bring myself back to love and bring my family back to love, actually. A lot of the work was surrounding me being back with my family, which is a big reason why I do want to go home, even though I wanted to before, and keeping love in the family, right? Because when we can heal our relationship with our parents, with our siblings, we can heal a lot of generational trauma. Everyone's different. If you had an abusive childhood, if you had a childhood that caused a lot of trauma, if you know that you cannot be around one of your family members, I'm not saying you have to go back and create a relationship by any means, but it's really working on healing that energetic relationship. And that can be as simple as the simplest practices. And some of them he gave me, and I will give them to you. And it's something I feel okay giving to you because I've probably already said these in the past because they're so simple and they're so effective that we don't change good things, right? And it's something that he kind of revalidated and told me again. It's almost just providing a reminder. You can do them from anywhere. You can do them from anywhere in the world. You don't need anything. You don't need candles, crystals, and all the spiritual tools that are cool to enhance. But if you don't just sit down and sit with yourself, then it doesn't matter how many spiritual tools you have. All of that stuff is just meant to form a new neural pathway to remind you, hey, let's do this. You know, some of the stuff can, can hold a certain frequency, sure, but you literally don't need anything to find your source, find your connectedness, and come back to your heart. So don't forget that, because I think we do get caught up in that sometimes. I know you're waiting for the actual practice, and what do we do? And this is really, really golden, so I'm glad you're listening to this right now. No matter if your person that you want to heal a relationship with, no matter if they've passed away, no matter if you don't talk to them anymore, and you never will, no matter if you live with them, what you want to do is, before you go to sleep at night, send them love from your heart. Form that energetic connection to them, right? You have to be fully focused on them. So it's just like when you go to the gym and you have that mind-muscle connection or else the muscle's not going to grow. It's the same thing. You have to really focus in on the person, feel that connection, and connect with your heart. You speak to that person and all you have to say is just, may you open your heart and may you open your mind. May you open your heart and may you open your mind. I love you. I love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You don't have to say anything more than that. Of course you can if you want to, but keep it simple. Another thing that the man said was think about the positive times. Think about any of the good qualities of the person you're trying to heal the relationship with. Just conjure those up. Reopen your heart to them. When we work with these really simple practices, these are the most powerful. I'm really excited to share this with you also because I think that we have so much that we're caught up in right now, especially with all of the content and all of the people who are out there trying to speak a message of uplifting the world. And it's awesome, but sometimes the message 
can really get diluted, especially if we're focused too heavily on the new age manifestations and how to work with energy, magic, etc., etc. We can kind of get lost in that because that stuff can be really powerful and it can be one way and one path and it can work and you can start to see things coming in. But you have to be really careful there because it can be very egoic. This is a more potent foundational practice, especially for the time that we're in right now and what we have to move through, right? We have to create more of a love frequency. We have to create more love in the world right now. If we can create more love in the world and we can create more love in our heart, we will have such a powerful effect on the people around us. That's how you do it. Create more love in yourself and then you can impact everybody else. And I'll give you myself as an example, and I always will see this in my own life. And I see this a few days now it's been since I've been to this healer. And I feel more like myself than I ever have. I truly do. I feel like even the physical difference in my heart when I'm breathing in and I'm breathing out these like long, deep sighs of ecstasy again. I just feel so free in the chest cavity. I feel like I've had deeper breaths than I've had for months and months. And not just the physical. I feel it when I'm around friends, when I'm around people that I'm talking to. I'm more open. Like my aura is stronger again. I'm telling you, I felt weak for a while. I've had a hard year. I know we all have. I really do feel like he has reopened my heart. He he did some some stuff, some energetic practices to reopen some of my chakras and I feel the impact. So again, you know, if you believe in energy healing, if you don't believe in it, it doesn't really matter. That's not the point. Either way, the practices and the takeaways, what you can do on your own is so, so, so powerful. And that is an energy practice in itself. And some of these things have been used by monks for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Why do you think monks are so peaceful? They sit in meditation. They do certain things to manipulate their energy to open up their hearts more, to open up their chakras more. It's not just that they're going into a blank space. Yeah, maybe some meditations are just to clear the mind, sure. But there's a lot more than just that. And that's where you get into kind of energy manipulation, energy magic. And we're powerful enough to do that on our own. It can be really, really, really helpful to have a healer or to have somebody who knows how to guide you because let's just say that when you're working within the context of another person it's like twice the energy for one it's almost like an energetic hand is pulling you up to their level that's I guess the best way I can describe it but don't think that you can't start doing these and consistently just with yourself even after this energy healer I've been doing a lot of practices you know he gave me practices to do on my own So that's like a core foundational thing. And then you go to people who are teachers or healers. Sure, that's wonderful. And that can do so much good for you. But you can also do it on your own. I don't want you to get it confused. I don't want you to think like you have to go to a healer. You have to depend on anyone. But if you find the right one and you find one that's in integrity, in alignment, and that's not going to take advantage of you or he's not fear-based or she's not fear-based, you could potentially lift yourself up lifetimes. I mean, it's huge. That's why I'm in this work. That's why I share this stuff with you. You can't say like, oh, you can do everything on your own and you don't need to listen to anyone else. Like, sure, you can go that path. In my own experience, it's been hugely helpful to learn from teachers and healers. Learn 
not depend. The last part of this I want to share with you is the upward spiral that's been created since I've healed. It's really kind of like a wave I got to ride. So as I physically began to feel better and better, then I slowly got my taste buds back. I could feel this upward momentum. I remember the first day that I could really smell and taste what I was eating and it was like heaven. I share this with you because if you can also tap into that appreciation when you're seeking transformation, it's going to help you gain momentum in the direction you want to go. It's a little bit like learning to fall in love with the process rather than the end result, which is key to becoming resilient. So guys, this is the end of the Corona story, but I have a little bonus that I've added right here. Hey, did you guys know that for new clients right now, I am doing donation-based sessions throughout the end of the year. This is a really great opportunity to check in with yourself and try out what it would be like to have mentorship. Notice I don't call myself a coach because I don't really like that title. I'm not teaching you how to play football. Might teach you some practices to move through and navigate through hardships or just to be able to hold that reflective mirror and show you where you might be missing a couple little things. No matter where you are in life, no matter if you're struggling or if you're ready to break through to the next level of your own existence, having someone who is there to hold that mirror and that light to help you see your own self clearly is so essential and I would not have gotten to where I'm at right now if I didn't have any support. I'm telling you I'm very grateful for the people who have stepped in and been mentors to me throughout this process. There's a sign-up link in my bio. Check it out. Let's have a Zoom call. We're going to get on call face-to-face. Don't you worry. You don't have to put your makeup on. You don't even have to get out of bed. It's just going to be us talking. Let's get down to business. Let's move through some things. And if that just looks like coping with some stuff that's going on in your life, that's cool too. There's a lot of ways that these sessions can go and usually they kind of hit all angles and remove the blockages, remove the things that are holding you back because you do deserve to thrive. You know that you're listening to this podcast you get to have a life that is divine and sacred and holy and that you are so aware and so grateful and so appreciative. We can re-steer your focus onto those types of things. Because we have free will. I don't know about you guys, but I'm choosing to create a life that is feeling good and less suffering, more freedom, and more happy experiences. And especially now in these times, it really requires a very deep level of sovereignty, having external support showing you and guiding you how to do that and reminding you and holding you accountable is so potent. I mean, it is invaluable. Whether it's me, whether it's somebody else, I really just recommend that you get a session with a mentor or a series of them. If you resonate with my message, I would love to help serve and guide you in any capacity that I can. So let me know. Again, sign up link is in the bio. We'll have a session. We'll jam out. We'll laugh. We'll cry. We'll take big belly breaths together. It's going to be a good time. And if you have questions, let me know also. And just remember that you're never stuck. All feelings are finite. You're going to feel pain again. You're going to feel joy again. So let's get you to a place where you can be in healthy relationship with your emotions, healthy relationship with others, with your internal world. And let's move you forward in an upward spiral of where you want to go, where you want to grow and how you want to grow. I am leaving you with this and I love you. You are so supported. You are so loved. You are already whole. 
and you are divine. Talk to you soon.